On today's episode, I'm going to take a look at my stock portfolio. I have three accounts right now. One of my accounts is beating the overall market by about 400%, and the other two accounts are beating the market by over 200%. So on today's episode, I am going to do the following. First, I'm going to take a look at my results right now and compare them to how it's been in the past. I, I kind of do like a monthly update, and it helps me keep track of how I'm doing with my investments. Second, I want to take a look at how to show that I am beating the market. A lot of people would just look at year to date to try to compare if their portfolio is beating the market. But unfortunately, that is not the correct way to make sure if you're beating the market. So I'm going to show how I am beating the market and how you can go ahead and take a look and see if you are personally beating the market. And I hope you guys are. Finally, I'm going to take a look at my plan and my portfolio, show you guys what are the positions I'm holding, how many positions I'm holding, and how they are distributed. It's I've definitely gone through a big process through all my experience of six, seven years. I have finally kind of shaped my own portfolio from learning from a lot of great investors. And right now, as we can see, it's doing pretty good. Like always, if you're new to my channel, if you're a long-term investor, if you'd like to learn about growth stocks, make sure to hit that subscribe button. To all my returning viewers, thank you so much for the support. It truly means a lot. Like always, if you want to get in contact with me, YouTube comments, you can find me on Twitter, you can find me on Twitch, you can find me at my Discord channel, which is free to anybody that wants to join, and you can also check out JoseNaharo.com. Finally, all of this is my opinion, so I should not be taken as advice as I am not a professional. So make sure to talk to a professional before making any decisions. All right, so like I mentioned today, we are going to take a look at my portfolio. Right now, it's sitting about $54,500, and this is update for October 11th of 2020. And I kind of do an update every month to just see how my overall accounts are doing. And also let me know on the comments do you guys think you're beating the market right now have you done do you normally just look at year to date how do you consider if you're beating the market i'm going to show how to properly check that out in a few also if you want to know when i'm buying stocks make sure to check out my discord channel which is free to anybody that wants to join i post there almost like five ten minutes after i purchase when i buy i buy on a weekly basis so i post the companies i buy and how much so make sure to join that discord channel all right, so here I've been doing these videos almost on the monthly update, but unfortunately I can't keep every month here. So I'm just putting some of my months. So my overall, first let me just start off by saying I have three accounts. All three accounts, even though they're different, they're at different position size, they're managed the same way. So it's to me, it's an overall one account because I'm the reason I have three accounts is one, I have a small account. And the reason I started that small account was because I wanted to show, I, I kept getting questions asked by my friends that, hey, do I need a lot of money to make money in the stock market? And so I kept saying yes, but instead of just keep saying yes, I decided to just make the small account and just deposit $100 every so often and show that it is growing. I have a medium account as well. Um, here, this is one where I started doing new things and new investment investment thinking so i wanted to see how those results would turn out then i have my big portfolio um, again like i said all three are managed as one position when i buy a position i manage them all um within like one portfolio so even though it's three portfolios at the end of the day i manage it like one we can see when i first started my videos which were in july 20th of 2020 overall my portfolios had only given me gains of about five thousand dollars and that to me is actually pretty impressive right getting five thousand dollars returns is amazing 
Then came July 30th. I did another video about a month after. My returns were about $8,840. And those are pure returns on just gains alone. Overall, my account might have grown larger because I do daily, weekly deposits. But the numbers I'm talking about right now are pure gains. And I'm going to show you guys. Um, you guys can see, uh, I'm going to be as much transparent as I can so you guys can see that I'm not lying. Then came September 2nd, 20 uh, of 2020. My portfolio was up at that time, $14,400. And that, that to me is amazing. I mean, that's a paycheck. That's a, a, a nice amount of, of money coming in of, of just pure gains. $14,000 can be a student loan, can be a car, a car loan that one has. So you can see just the overall change that these types of gains can make in your overall life. Right now, sitting now in October 11th of 2020, my overall position size has grown 14,700. So we can see from September to now, about a month, it's only gone up about $300. But then when we take a look at the overall SPY market, the SPY, when I did that video, it's so funny, when I did that video, I actually did it on the peak of the market. So hopefully this video is not the peak of the market again. If it is, then congratulations. You guys just wait a few more days and you'll be able to buy things at a better price. But look at the peak of the market compared to the market from September 2nd, which I lasted that video to October 9th, which is when this numbers are for um, the market is down actually about 3%. So I'm actually still getting better returns than the market right now. So I'm actually I'm very, very happy to see that. And here we can see. I have a small account which right now is sitting at about four thousand three hundred dollars that small account is up twelve hundred dollars that's insane that's 39 percent gains from from where i had imagine that kind of returns on just a small position portfolio then i have my medium account that right now is sitting about seventeen five hundred that one's up almost four thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars up another thirty seven percent and then the total the total my big account is sitting at thirty three thousand dollars right now and it's up eight thousand eight hundred dollars and that's up thirty six percent as well so i'm very consistent with that thirty percent like i meant i meant i and like I mentioned, right, I kind of managed all, even though there are three different portfolios, they're managed almost exactly the same way. So that's how we can see these overall returns. The reason I, like I mentioned, different portfolios, I wanted to try different things and just show that there's different methods to investing. And then right here, I also have a timestamp for those that want to see as of October 11th, 2020. These numbers match exactly these numbers that are up here. Just to, again, be as transparent as I can without showing my true account numbers. So how are you beating the market and how can one find out if they're meeting the market? Unfortunately, right, a lot of people just look at year to date performance and compare it to their portfolio to show that they're beating the market. This is the worst way. This is a completely wrong way to check if you're beating the market. And it's I think it's it's people just try to um, make themselves feel better that they're great investors. At the end of the day, the main purpose of being an individual investor on, on active accounts is to overall be better than the SPY or just the overall market. So, right, for example, year to date, the SPY has returned, I think, about six, seven percent. But right, if you bought at the bottom of the market, if you bought at the bottom of the market in March, your returns, um, the SPY, SPY returned over 40 percent already. So it's it's one should not look at year to date performance. What one needs to take a look at is when they deposited that money. So let's say for me, I deposit money into the market every single week. 
So I have to check when I deposited that money every week and compare it to how much would my, my portfolio be if I would have bought SPY on that market. And that's how you get to really see if you beat the market, right? Because now you, if you, especially the only time you should do year to date is if you only put money in the market at the beginning of the year and never put money any other time. So for example, here, uh, there's this great website, which is called amibeatingthemarket.com. And when you put am I beating the market, what you end up doing is you put up and a lot of this information you can get from your from your broker the day you deposited that money. And then you can have a weekly, however often you put it. Then this website, what it does is you can put like how you deposit, how you invest. I do 100% stocks. So it would put that money into the SPY and give you the overall results. So let's take a look at my big portfolio. My big portfolio in total, I've deposited about $26,300. If I would have invested in the SPY, I would have made it would have been $29,000. That would have been returns of 10%. With my current investments, I actually have it at $33,000, which is 25.7% returns. So I'm beating the overall market by 250% there. Now in my medium account, my medium account, I deposited a total of 12,576. If I would have invested in just the overall SPY, I would have gotten great returns at $15,000, would have given me 20%, depending on how I put that money to work, right, on that time. So, but right now, my current value is 17,400, opposed to 15,000. And that's almost 39%, um, 39% returns. That's again, close to 200% returns compared to the overall market. So this is what I like to see because I am investing. I, I spend my time researching companies and obviously for me spending my time, I wanna be doing better than the overall market. Then I have my overall, my small portfolio. My small portfolio, I deposited $2,889. If I would have just invested in the SPY, again, very great returns of $3,100, which would have given me about a 9.4% returns compare um, with that money. And that's great, right? If you're a passive investor and just investing in the overall SPY, those are great returns. You're not seeing that kind of returns in like the banks and savings accounts and, and bonds right now. Um, but with my investment style, that account is right now sitting at 4,314, which is up almost 50%. That's almost 524% gains compared to if I would have just invested in the SPY. So I am beating the market and I am happy. And I'm, I definitely recommend you guys check out this website. So we can see market B is doing amazing. And luckily, I hope it continues like this. Right now it's telling me that my current investment style is doing great and I should continue to to grow my overall my overall experience in that type of, of portfolio. So now let me talk about my strategy. My strategy is pretty simple for me, if I may say. And my strategy might not work for other people. To me, when I'm talking about my strategy, I, I always recommend everybody coming with an open mind. First, I invest in long-term. For me, long-term is the key. I'm here investing money that I know I won't see for the next five years, um, for the next five years, maybe even more. Second, always come with an open mind. There's no one way to invest and don't let anybody tell you. I know so many people are gonna come out here and they're gonna tell me that I have way too many positions in my portfolio, but they don't know my overall portfolio size, right? Uh, my overall portfolio allocations. So right now I have multiple positions. I have 55 positions. 
But these 55 positions, like I said, I've, I've learned from many investors. Uh, most of my favorite investors have about 20 to 25, 20 to 30 positions. I also know plenty of investors that have over 100 positions portfolios and they're beating the market dramatically. So there's no one way. If there was one magical number to really invest in the market, then everybody would be doing that. But there's none. So what did I end up doing? I like that. I like that I'm seeing the, the types of returns from those that are, are having a 20 to 30 position portfolio. So out of those 55 positions, 25 positions make up almost three quarter of my portfolio. The other 27, so 25 positions make up 71% of my portfolio. So I'm very, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, with those 25 positions, you can see I'm very heavily invested. My other 27 positions make up 29% of my portfolio. So on average, a little bit over 1% on those other 27 positions. And again, even, like I said, open mind, even a small position, and we're going to see this, even a small position can be a great return for your overall portfolio. So my other strategies, take out emotions out of the game. Taking out emotions when investing is the greatest thing I have ever done in this. And it's a lot easier said and done it took me multiple years like i said i've been doing this for for a few years now and, and at first when i first started i thought i knew better i didn't come with this open mind and i was like hey jose you only need 10 positions and you need to um and taking out emotions is easy i don't need to worry about that um but after multiple years i honestly finally can say i, I have no emotions in my investing if someone told me right now that one of my positions is down about 15 percent I take a quick read of why, if it's there any fundamental changes. If there's not, I honestly just ignore it and just wait over time. Um, and that's where I do my due diligence. So I take out emotions by having multiple positions and by doing my due diligence. Then when I buy companies, I buy companies in the following. I buy companies with strong markets, high revenue growth, strong balance sheet, and I buy winners. So it's pretty crazy. I'm buying companies with high revenue. This is something I've learned from growth investing. I buy companies with strong balance sheets. This is something that I've learned from valued investing, right? So I've, I've tried to mix from not only my position sizes, but how I buy companies by different investment styles and have created my own style. And like, that's what I said, there's no one way to invest. At the same time with these 55 positions, I'm honestly in only about seven, eight markets. The markets I am very, very bullish are on the esports, cloud servers, tech components, cloud securities, consumer products, business products, e-payments, and e-commerce, eight markets. So within these eight markets, I have 55 positions, but out of those 55 positions, they only fall into eight markets, and 25% of those positions make up almost three-quarter of my portfolio. So it's crazy. Like, I'm very, I'm diversified to some extent, but at the same time, I'm also very strict to what I invest and where I invest. So it's it's a mixture of both being a, a, a of all these investment styles that I've learned. So now let me show you guys some of my top five winners. And then I'm going to show you guys some of my losers because there's always losers in this. And then we'll move on to my portfolio. So my top five winners right now, as of October 11th, my top five winners are C, Fastly, Square, AMD, and Huya. These were actually my top five winners last 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 time I did this video, um, except different order. Um, so it's exactly the same five companies but just the different orders c right now is killing the market 
And you can see right, see right now, 77% returns fastly, 165% square, 200%. I have a triple bagger right there. AMD, 100, almost 95%, almost 100 bagger. Huya, up 44%. So we can see very diversified and all of these are hitting different markets. My top five winners make up $5,200. My top five winners make up almost one third, over one third of my total returns. Then I have my top six to 10. This is Roku, Celsius, CRNC, Activision, and Microsoft. And uh, this is a little different compared to same time last month. Last month, I had Spotify in here. Spotify is not there. I also had Google. Google is no longer in here. So we can see how, how they change over time. But this is about $3,100. So that's my top 10 winners are are about are over uh, over 50% of my total gains. And you might be like, Jose, why don't you just invest in your top 10 winners? Obviously, if I knew they were going to be my top 10 winners, I would obviously just invest it in them. So I have, uh, and now let's take a look at my losers. My losers are, I have my top five losers are Jumia, Intel Corporation, Dropbox, TW, and Nintendo. And look at this, Nintendo is my fifth loser and it's only down $11. Um, Jumia is my biggest loser and that one's down $103. So that's insane, right? Um, my total active losses right now are 267. I also have some realized losses that I ended up selling some positions that ended up losing. And those positions were 1,071 of losses. Um, so my total losses right now are about $1,300. Again, nowhere near my, I think my biggest winner, uh, who's SE, which is almost my biggest, which is my biggest winner, can kind of just cover all my total losses on its own. My being diversified, it helps me out that, hey, my biggest losers don't really affect me as much. Now let's take a look at my position. So here I have, I have in the first, you'll see the number, what number they are in total size. So my number one biggest position is Huya. Then I have the ticker name. I have their current value. I have their cost basis of how much I, I ended up buying in them. I, I also end up having my total position size right now and my tier portfolio. I have three tiers in my portfolio. I have tier one stocks, which are my favorite stocks, the ones I believe will be the best winners overall. And these tier ones, I have nine tier tier nine stocks. This is Huya, C, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, CRNC, Spotify, and Techie, Tencent. On Forge, and then I have tier two. Tier two are ones that I do believe will do great. And uh, at the same time, I, I just can't put them in the tier one. At the end of the day, all tier one, tier two, and tier three are ones that I believe will beat the overall market. Tier threes are my smallest positions. Um, but at the same time, I do believe they will be multi-baggers for me and do better than the overall market. Now, let me show you guys my top five. So my top five winners are the super green ones. Out of my top five, Huya is my number one position. This is a tier one. Then we have SE, which is another tier one. My other three top five are actually tier two stocks, which is AMD, Fastly, and Square, like we saw. Those are all tier two stocks. So here I'm, I'm seeing, hey, Jose, good thing you did not only invest in just tier one stocks, because if you were only invested in those nine, in, in those nines, they should have been your top nine winners, but they're not. Then if we take a look at my top six to 10, these are my light green. And this is Microsoft, which is a tier one stock, CRNC, which is a tier one stock, Activision, which is a tier two stock, Celsius, which is a tier two stock, and Roku, which is a tier three stock. 
So again, now we're even seeing a tier three stock here making its way into my top 10 winners. So again, this shows me that it shows me two things. One, if I would have just invested in tier one stocks, I would have done great, right? My returns would have been would have been amazing, would have been good. But by me having this multiple tier stocks, some of the ones that I unfortunately I didn't put in tier one are still doing great returns for me and doing great are, are providing me with strong profits. Now, if we take a look at my top losers, my top losers are top, are tier three, and that's Dropbox, Nintendo, TWOU, Jumia, and Intel. Intel is the only one that's tier two. So I'm happy, right? Because when the position starts off in my portfolio, they start off at kind of a tier three, and then I get to do a little more research on them, and then they start moving up. So Intel is a tier two, and it's one of my top five losers. But look, my top five losers barely make up 5% of my portfolio. So by me having these tier levels, it helps me build up on strong positions, but by me having different tiers, it allows me to open up my portfolio to different things. And we can see, right? At the end of the day, it shows me that I'm a great investor picker. We see some of my top returns are both from tier one and tier two. At the same time, I'm not the greatest picker because if I was, my tier ones would have done amazing. So right now, my portfolio is exactly how I want it to be. Um, and like I said, you guys can pause this real quick and see my overall position size, what tiers each stock is in. And these tiers are not guaranteed, right? It's maybe my next video, one of these might end up going from a tier three to a tier two. Maybe a tier two might go to a tier three. Maybe a tier two might go to a tier one and so on and so forth. And that's the thing. Never set yourself to one way. Never think that there's only one way to invest. And don't be scared to have change. You're not trying to prove anything to anyone. I'm not here trying to prove anything to anyone. So if I make a mistake, I made a mistake with Intel. I made a mistake with Jumia. But that's okay. I understand that. And it's okay to change your style and to just keep overall learning. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, make sure to hit the thumbs up. It helps the small channel out so much. If you guys want to learn more about me, check out the Discord channel, which is free to anybody that wants to join. So take care, guys. Have a good night and see you next time.